What's up, guys? Welcome back to another top of the list Falcon and Winter Soldier review. Uh, it's RB here, and I'm with my co-host. See, we are equals here on the show. Uh, Dominic Gonzalez, better known as Dom. And uh, yeah, going right into episode two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which of course aired at midnight today. Uh, the Star Spangled Man. Uh, of course, for those of you who didn't get a chance to watch our review of the premiere, you can go check that out as well. But uh, I think this was a really good... Uh, development in the story from what we got in the premiere episode a week ago a new world order uh really enjoyed this episode still some more uh, character introductions but yeah i, I like this episode what were your thoughts dom um i thought this was definitely another great episode for the show uh a lot of good uh, uh action in this episode specifically i thought there's a big standout sequence we'll talk about that later um uh I was really pleased with that, mostly, but uh, also just getting to see our two title characters yeah. together on the screen, getting to see the Falcon and the Winter Soldier team up was awesome. Yeah. So uh, did you give your score? I, I did not give okay, my score. Yeah. I know you said it for you this was a great episode. Now, I gave a little bit of a lower score last week. I was rather disappointed with the debut episode. I didn't find it much more than average, so I gave it a 5 out of 10. This, I would say, is a step up, but it's still not quite great to me, so I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. So better than good, but just a little bit under great. But, um, yeah, I think I'm going to give this episode exactly the same score as last right. week, uh, 8.5 out of 10. I think that's a fair thing to do. Um, I think this was basically a repeat of last week for me. Um, we got some great character building moments, some great story developments, um, some great developments with what um, our main central villain group might be about, some hints as to what that is, and um, a standout action scene, just like we had one standout action scene. I think there was a little more action in this one, but definitely another Ooh, really? highlight. Yeah. I feel like I disagree. I feel like there was at least more standout action last week. No way. Okay. There's way really? more action. Okay. No okay. way. Maybe I just, I just missed it, but yeah, I was... I don't know. I liked this episode because I thought it, it strayed away from the big cinematic action scenes and it went more into character development. I thought almost the entire episode was an action scene. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, not, um, no, not the whole episode. Right. There, I thought what There's was great about this episode, I, you know what, let's save it for spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so you heard our scores. Uh, seven and a half out of ten for me. Eight and a half, you said, out of ten for you, Don? Yeah, same as last All right, perfect. Um, anything you want to add before we go into spoilers? Um... No, because I, I, everything I have is right. Spoiler. Yeah, I, I had to feel the same way, which is why I asked you. All right, so spoiler alert, as Dom likes to hear me say. Uh, so go ahead, for those of you who haven't watched the episode yet, hit pause, give it a watch, come on back, and you'll hear our reviews, spoilers and all. Okay, start this section off with um, the biggest spoiler, the thing that I'm kind of trying to mince my words around is we learned the identity of the new Captain America, John Walker, <laughs> which Ryan was making jokes about good Johnny old, Walker. Johnny Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good joke, Ryan, but um, we learned a lot about this guy's backstory in this episode. We opened this episode with um, a great scene um, with him wearing, you know, his army fatigues and um, his high school, locker, his room, high school yeah. locker room, a lot of backstory given there, a lot of depth to his character. Mm -hmm. And like you said, um, you, throughout this episode, we just watched it together. Um, and throughout this episode, you kept looking over at me and saying, man, I, 
this guy's a good guy. And you yeah. know what? That is probably the most compelling thing about this episode. You know, I this is for me, you know, otherwise the rest of the episode is just more of what we've gotten, right? Yeah. This was what I was looking forward to see. What can they do differently? And this is kind of compelling because yeah. I am on his side so far. Yeah. And I like that they're leaning in on that. They're making him very compassionate. And, and like you said, at sometimes you're thinking, why are Bucky and Sam being such dicks? Yeah, it, it's literally like watching the, the new kid, you know, come to a new high school and he's like the nicest guy ever. <laughs> but they're just being jerks because he's not Steve Rogers. But the bottom line is this guy, at least from the background we got in that opening sequence where we were introduced in the, the Good Morning America segment, he is, uh, it seems like a modern day Steve Rogers. Yes. The only difference is he's not a super soldier. He is just a stand up all American guy. And I love that they're playing into this almost like they're showing you he's a great guy, but the whole time you're thinking in the back of your head, is this too good to be? We're waiting for the other shoe to fall. Um, And I, that's the only thing I can say in my head is why. If they keep, let me just say this, if they keep this up, you know, this, is this too good to be true? Mm -hmm. You know, or like you said, are we waiting for the other shoe to fall? If they can keep that up just in the background of our minds throughout the whole season, and then maybe he turns at one point or maybe he doesn't or something else happens. That is very impressive. I like what they're doing with this character. So just overall with this character, what would, what would you say you're, um, you're, you're coming, uh, yeah. coming to? No, I, I feel the same way. I'm, okay. I'm very much waiting overall. for the other shoe to fall. Okay. I, I think very much, I mean, it may just be the reason we feel that way yeah. is because we become accustomed to watching Sam and Bucky yeah. and because they're not giving them the benefit of the doubt, us as the viewer are not giving them the benefit of the doubt. But, um, you know, I, I love I, that they're playing with that show. I think they're doing something different here because they're, you know, we're expected, you know, to have a certain expectations. Like, I feel like the people that are making this show, they know, okay, we're going to want to be on the side of Sam and Bucky. We know these characters yeah. and everything. Yeah. And they're playing with to that you know i think that's pretty smart i'm I'm looking back at it um though and you know i got flashbacks in this episode to captain america the first avenger me too Uh, the sequence where you know he's just coming out to the uso shows in the costume very similar to the opening sequence where we first meet john walker the one thing that really made me believe that this guy could truly be capable of becoming the next captain america even though he kind of seems phony in some scenes and there's like, we're saying there's some sense that this could be too good to be true in this opening scene when he says, I just want to get the job, get the job done. You know, I just want to get to the job. Mm -hmm. That to me, that was exactly the strife of Captain America in that first movie. Right. Right. And I love that they're drawing that parallel to his story arc. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of similarities to, uh, John Walker and a young uh, Steve Rogers, which I'm loving. But they do plant the seeds of doubt in our yeah. head too, beyond just Bucky and um, Bucky and Sam. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm thinking back to that opening scene where he goes, you know, I'm not. I'm not Tony Stark or Dr. Banner, you know, but I have guts. Yeah. And that was sort of a backhanded compliment saying that the other Avengers don't because they're not super soldiers. That's, that's maybe one thing that I'm thinking maybe they're going to go is that this guy maybe is a super soldier and they're keeping that on the DL sort yeah, of, so to speak. Yeah, I see that. but I mean, I mean, and, and the other that's thing, the other thing that came to mind that brought that up was the sequence where they're, they're fighting the action sequence on the trucks and, you know, he gets, thrown off this truck and, you know, lands flat on his back on the, on the back of a windshield and then rolls onto the street and he's okay. He gets up and he walks away from it. I mean, that shouldn't be, if he's not a super soldier, that should not be possible. Yeah, that's true. I guess. I mean, 
you know, there's a guy that spins webs out of his hands in this universe. True, but, but <laughs> let's, let's, let's think about it's this. Maybe it's they're just expecting us to just, you know. Let's, let's think about it, though. Almost every superhero. Kevlar suits. Almost every superhero is uh, a super soldier at yeah. this point in the MCU. Peter Parker is not just a guy who shoots webs. He, you know, he was bit by the radioactive spider, yeah. which gives him an enhanced strength and advanced and enhanced senses. Um, you know, I can't think of one. So maybe maybe Clint Barton and uh, Natasha Romanov, Black Widow and um, Hawkeye. Yeah. Beyond those two, I don't know that I could think of a superhero that is purely, you know, just man in a costume fighting crime. Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. I mean... He can fly. Yeah, he can fly. Yes, same thing as Iron Man. He's yeah, a guy in a suit. He's yeah. got gadgets. You know, this guy doesn't have gadgets. He has the shield and the suit. And you know what? You maybe this is a little bit of a segue into the second biggest spoiler, mm-hmm. but that's also the most compelling part about my favorite of uh, the MCU villains, right? The ones that don't necessarily have all the power. Mm-hmm. You know, as great as it was to see Thanos with. Um, you know, the, all the full power of the Infinity Gauntlet, was it not more compelling before he, you know, or when he just had the one stone and he was the first one to get it? But how about think back to Captain America's Civil War, where the main villain is just a guy that lost his family. I really like that, and they're bringing that back. Yeah, like yep, that's the other big but, um, but let's finish what we're saying about yeah. here. Um, you were bringing up, I want to know what your thoughts are on this. Um, like, I guess in the comics, uh, John Walker is U.S. agent. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe this is where they're going to go with it. Maybe the course of the over the course of the show, this guy's going to be discredited, uh, or he's going to maybe he'll just do the right thing and say, you know what, I can't be Captain America. I'll be U.S. agent instead, which is his okay. comic book persona. It's, is that see? I know nothing about U.S. agent. I, I heard it, you know, heard the name online, but I don't know who that is. So maybe we'll you see. can explain. We'll see. I don't know. I need to read more about it. Got we'll it. See. Okay. But I, th- that's all I know is that his persona in the comics is U.S. agent, and maybe they might be playing into that story. Line. Yeah. So we'll see if that pans out at all. But let's let's talk about a few more uh, little lines that I thought were great references to previous Captain America mm-hmm. moments that um, we had uh, delivered by John Walker. Yeah. Um, how about where uh, he says, "Have you have you thrown yourself on that grenade?" And he says, "Yeah, it's a trick I do with my helmet." Yeah. I was, oh, he has a Kevlar enforced helmet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But he said, "Yeah, like four times." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I like that little bit too. Um, and uh, how, how about uh, one really great moment in one of, I think, is the best fight sequence of the show so far, even better than that one in the premiere, this fight sequence on top of these two trucks mm-hmm. where we have all the heroes come together. And my favorite moment is he's flinging around the shield and boom, Bucky catches it. Yeah, Bucky says, catches oh, that was and cool. tosses it to him. Because yep. cool we know that, you know, that was the money shot from Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the, the trailers. It was <laughs> the chucks the shield, does yeah. Captain America, and then Bucky with the... Uh, uh, with the vibranium arm just catches it great and that's like brings you know everyone to just like a moment yeah yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. very very well directed yep. moment there yep. um good so hats off to the, the director for this right? uh yeah to the russo brothers well, for, I'm, I'm talking for the winter soldier, winter soldier yeah. and whoever directed this episode as well hats off uh, yeah. very well saved action sequence on top of these two trucks mm-hmm. very suspenseful and it's great to see Bucky in action. I just love watching Bucky yeah. Falcon team up in action. Yeah, well, that, that was the biggest positive for me in this yeah. episode. Not so much the action. Yes, I like learning about John Walker, but yeah. I want to know more. But the best part of this episode was we got 
a buddy, not, I, I can't say buddy cop, but like a buddy hero yeah. sequence, you know, the banter between uh, Winter Soldier and, uh, and Falcon is just gold to me. Now, here's the part where I was a little iffy. Mm-hmm. I want to know if you agree with me on yeah. this or disagree. Um, I feel like that was a little too quick. After last week's episode, I felt like it was a little anticlimactic, like they just kind of meet each other. Like it just starts off and they're already together. Well, we we knew that was going to happen. Though I mean, yes. we predicted it last week that this is what's going to bring them together is yes. the new cap, and that's what brings them together is, you know, Sam's been trying to reach out to Bucky. We know that from last I guess Bucky finally, you know, comes back and what's the first thing he says? Why'd you give up the shield? I guess I was my reasoning is I was under the impression it might be after last week's episode. You know, after saying that. Um, the therapist, Bucky's right. therapist, yep. says, you know, you have you have so many unanswered messages from Sam. I figured that it would be vice versa, that it would be Sam seeking out Bucky and not Bucky's okay. captain. I you know what that. And yeah. I also thought that it might be a little bit of a longer wait to see these guys team up. I thought that's what they were hinting at, but they just went right for it in episode two here. But all the better for it, because you know what? A lot of great comedic yeah. scenes, a lot of great dramatic scenes between these two actors. Excellent, excellent performances. Uh by Sebastian Stan yes. and um, help me out here. Yeah, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, thank you. Um, yeah, fantastic. Like I said, like we're in a buddy cop film, you know, yeah. that sequence when they're in the warehouse, you know, sort of stalking out. Very but, lethal weapon. Yeah, and that was exactly, yeah. yeah have that, you seen Lethal Weapon? I have, yeah. Okay, I love Lethal Weapon. Yep. Do you like it? I do. <laughs> okay. It's a fun movie. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so okay. that's exactly was the reference that I was going to bring there, yeah. Awesome, perfect. Okay, cool. So Sam and Bucky back together again is an awesome awesome uh, highlight of this episode um, maybe it happened a little too quick for me mm-hmm. um now here's where the reason why i couldn't give this one any higher score yeah. was because i think you have this same issue the villains the central villains of this season the flag smashers are not panning out for me so far yeah okay. I, we we understand now we're learning that it's not just one super soldier because we saw that they they have a super soldier last week mm-hmm. when uh the military guy yes. gets, you know, his face bashed in. Yes. Now we find out that they're all super soldiers. You know, everyone who puts on that mask is a damn super soldier. Yeah. And there, I understand, you know, we've been told it's hit, been hit. We've been hit in the face with, they want to restore the world to what it was like during the blip. And we're hearing that, you know, whole people were displaced. You know, they're talking about how the governments only care about the people who have returned and have completely displaced the people who are, you know, who lived the past five years. But I just don't understand what they're, what they're going for. I mean, they were stealing vaccines and then. Yeah, and we're learning about this new character, Carly, right? Right. Yep, she's she's like, the leader. She's like supposed to be the leader. I don't have any reason to care about what is going on there yeah like there's no backstory maybe we'll get backstory later we'll see but um let me just say the silver lining in this is that and what i hope is going to happen is we get our true villain at the end of the show zemo returns Mm. and i really hope that these guys these uh, flag smashers are just some sort of red herring and zemo becomes our big bad somehow i want to see that but and then again i also want to see them team up with zemo a little bit at first right which uh we got an allusion to at the very end of this episode i know there were a few things i wanted to talk about um but do do we want to talk about the reveal at the end too on you know then i guess we already said it you know that's where we're going to start off next episode is you know they're going to go to Zemo because you know they don't trust this new Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm glad to see him back. I, I really thought he was one of the best, one of the best villains yeah. in the MCU. He was a powerful, powerful because it was, you know, anytime you get a storyline like that that's emotionally driven, you you can when you can empathize with the villain, that's what makes a villain so special. Yes. Um, you know, you empathize a little bit with Thanos, but we use the term in our uh, M- MCU review series, you know, mustache twirler a lot, where it's it's literally, they're causing evil for evil's sake. And that's not what Zemo is doing. Yeah, and with the, like one of my favorite parts about Zemo, and shows a lot of character, was the way that things ended with him in Civil War. Mm-hmm. That scene on the snowy cliff with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's there with, um, you know, Black Panther, and um, he's about to kill himself and explains why he did all of this. And you just, uh, it's so sad and you just feel for him a lot. And it's really great. Um, my one concern and is, you know, he, he, in, in Civil War, his motivation was clear. He did this because of his family, right? What's going to be driving him to either work with Bucky and Sam or work against them or do what is going to drive him in this show? What's his motivation? Well, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, Yeah. that's probably what our next episode is all about. Absolutely. And one thing I did want to bring up, we forgot one of the funniest scenes in this episode, the therapy session between Bucky and Sam. To me, that's just, once again, that's straight up... um, buddy cop sequence <laughs> yeah you got two cops that are on probation and they have to go to therapy together and the therapist yeah. is more a couple's therapist than you know someone <laughs> who's working with partners but yeah it was it was a great great scene you know are you guys really doing a staring contest yeah. right <laughs> uh, yeah it was a great great sequence there is one more thing though that i'd like to talk about it that you know we we got a little reference to it in uh, the the first episode with Sam's family background and going to get the loan. We got more of it this episode. We're going some very strong, very pertinent uh, political, socio-political issues going on right now in the world that they're touching on in the show. Very powerful. I'm very excited that they're going this route. We, you know, yeah, you alluded too. to it last week talking about how you know this could be Sam wasn't picked to be Captain America because America wasn't ready for a black Captain America. Uh, but yes, yeah. and this is kind of you know not not the fact that they have this storyline about you know I, we're we're talking about the section this part, section of this episode where we find out there was a black super soldier right I, Isaiah correct I, uh, yeah Isaiah yeah. I think I think it was Isaiah yeah. Isaac or Isaiah yeah Isaiah I think it was Isaiah okay and um yeah so there's a black super soldier back in the 1950s right and he fought Bucky back in the 1950s um, now. It's not the fact that this is storyline exists. It's just that for me, this kind of feels out of left field, doesn't it? To you as well. And I think that this, if they're setting up like this, this is leaning into our prediction section. Yeah. This is my prediction. I think this is going to start to be the uncovering of some sort of government cover up where they haven't allowed black superheroes to take the spotlight. Uh, yeah, something like that. Don't do you see that? That's exactly okay, where okay. I think they're going. Yeah, I, I, I'm not crazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm really excited to, to. I think it's going to be more based off of Sam. Yeah, you know, discovering that it is his time by the yeah. end of the show to to not be the Falcon to be at least some rendition of Captain America because it, you know, like Bucky says in this episode, powerful sequence at that yeah. therapy scene. Yeah. You know. Uh, Steve trusted you. Yeah. He he picked. He chose you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I do think that that's where they're going to go with this, and it's going to be a journey for Sam of realization that it is his time to step up and be Captain America. 
Yeah, I'm glad to go in this direction, like you said, with all the political commentary and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm glad to see where they're going. Absolutely. To me, it felt a little out of place for some reason. But like I said, maybe they're sowing the seeds for a future storyline. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what the uh, kind of, I guess you could say, the biggest takeaway of these first two episodes is, is, you know, once again, just like with WandaVision, these are TV shows through and through. They're going to set up little tiny plot points that are going to be expanded upon throughout the course of the season. And we don't get the answers all right away. It's not like a movie where you could just get your answers within two hours. we got to watch a few episodes to get some answers. Well, I don't know. If I so much agree with that statement. But I, I, <laughs> why not? Why do you roll your eyes? <laughs> well, well here's, here's why. And I think it's a fair point. And okay. I think you'll, you'll, you'll understand. Okay. I think the way they did WandaVision was very episodic. And I love yeah. it. A different sitcom every week. I thought that was brilliantly, brilliantly done. Yeah. To me, this is not done episodically. To me, so far, I've watched two parts, two 45-minute episodes. Yeah. That could have been the first half of a feature film. This is not done episodically to me. This is one storyline. Yeah, that's true. So at least at this point, I still am not, with the exception of to, you know, put more content on Disney Plus, I'm not really seeing why they went TV show. Once again, we talked about this last week. I think as great as the action sequences are, we're missing out not seeing them in IMAX on the big screen. Yeah. I, I, I can see where you're coming from on this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but it's a TV show. So, yeah. And I think you haven't seen any like similar shows like this before. So this also, that might also be a factor because like, you know, this is kind of uh, reminding me of some other kinds of, uh, I want to say like an espionage thriller show style. And I, I know that's, that's not your not, not, yeah. cup of tea. So exactly. I think no, this I, is more of a familiar thing for me to see. Okay. Yeah. Is and that I, fair? That, that's absolutely <laughs> fair. Yeah. I just, you know, the other big thing is we know this is a, a mini series, right? Mm-hmm. This is just going to be one season. You know, I think I'll, I'll give the example of breaking Bad. Okay. Breaking bad is a show that, you know, if you took season one, it's a pretty, it's a fluid timeline, and you could have turned it into a two and a half, three hour feature film instead of making it a show. But that show went on for what, six seasons? Yeah. I mean, the fact that this is one season, nine episodes, yeah. that even more to my point, I just feel like, you know, we're missing out. We would have gotten less story, but I still would have loved if they turned this into a one or, you know, maybe a two, you know, series of movies, you know, just one or two movies rather than mm-hmm. the episodic TV show. I mean, it just, it leaves you wanting more. And, and that means that it's a good show. I yeah. That. Yeah. That's I completely what I'm saying. understand yeah. that. But, you know, it still has that frustration point that <laughs> Riders just really doesn't like cliffhangers. I, I cannot stand that. Well, no, there are things that I can deal with cliffhangers on. But when it's MCU, it should be a film. It's a cinematic universe, cinema, not tele- television. <laughs> that's, that's my TED talk. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for expanding on that for us. So we'll see where we go with Zemo next uh, episode and continue to learn about U.S. agents or, as we know him now, John Walker, the new Captain America, America, along with his partner, um, Battlestar. (laughs) What a freaking name. I love Bucky's reaction. Please stop the truck. Yeah. I love no, what he said. Really looking forward to yes. this. Um, looking forward to more Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And uh, ch- check out more top of the list reviews coming at, at you guys. Um, some movie reviews coming at you uh, this next week. We'll figure out uh, how we want to roll out uh, our weekly movie schedule. Um, we've got those planned out. And of course, every Friday, we're going to be dropping our 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier Review. So see you next week. Um, Ryan, you want to take us out? Yeah, so be sure to like, follow, subscribe. And if you're listening on a podcast service, please leave us a five-star review. Uh, give us a follow on our social media channels. Uh, they're down low in the uh in the description so be sure to give us a follow shoot us a message if there's anything you'd like to see us review um and like don said you know we got some great content on the channel please uh give us give us a watch uh, you know take a look scroll down we have some of our original episodes spanning we're uh i feel like we're almost a year old now is that is that about right I'm about there, about yeah, there. Yeah, somewhere we we started right around the start of the pandemic, and yeah, we're yeah. about at the one year mark there. Um, but yeah, definitely give us give us some watches. Um, we love the we love the repeat viewers. So thanks so much for watching, guys, and we'll see you next week. Later, guys. <laughs>